Let me read from Psalm 121, Psalm 121. It's a short psalm, but full of powerful truth. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. I want to speak about this psalm very briefly, but although there's an individual, personal application to this, I want us to look at this from the perspective of the nation, from, from Britain. And I believe we need to lay hold upon the Lord for things for the nation. Uh, much of this book is written to the nation, to, to Israel. And it's a book that speaks to nations. And of course, a lot of the things that are to nations, we can take from them individual applications, personalise scripture, and, and it's right to do that. You can, For example... In Deuteronomy chapter 8, when it speaks about the power to get wealth, and in Deuteronomy chapter 28, when it speaks about the blessings, they are for the nation of Israel. But we can take an individual, uh, we can appropriate these things individually. And it's the same with this year. Right now, at this time, Britain needs help. And Britain's not going to get help from the World Health Organization from the United Nations, from the European Union, uh, nor even from America and our allies. I'm not saying that help is not available through these means, but Britain needs help from the Lord. We need the Lord. We need the Lord to intervene. We need God to personally intervene in our nation right now. And the job of doing that, of making that happen, um, of facilitating that, belongs to the remnant of God. And that is that portion of God's Ecclesia who understand who they are, understand their role at this time, understand what they need to be uh, engaged in doing, which is crying out to him, but also declaring. It's not just bawling and squalling. It's decreeing and declaring God's will and purpose for the nation. And um, that's why the Lord's Prayer comes in at this point, God's kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that's what we need to see, that is what we need to pray, that is what we need to declare. I need to say this, that prayer is not about always about petition. And if, if all your idea of prayer is for the Lord to come is just to keep petitioning him to do so and, and, and to intervene. We need to start being the ecclesia God wants us to be. I say that many, many times. I'm not going to apologise for being repetitive. Somebody's going to get it somewhere at some time. We need God's intervention. And it's not just, as I said, about petitioning him. It's not even always about intercessions. Uh, there's giving of thanks, but there's also that prophetic declaration, prophetic decree. And I've said this many times in my preaching, that the, the longer I go on in life as a Christian, 
the more I see that prayer is about decree than really about much anything else. I'm not saying there aren't prayers of petition. Of course there are. I'm not saying there aren't prayers of intercession. The Bible identifies several types of prayer. But in the new covenant, God wants us to be speaking his word in prayer, but more with, with a, an emphasis on declaring it and decreeing it as his will and purpose, to release his will and purpose through our lips. And so we're not asking God to do something that he, he doesn't want to do. We're decreeing his purpose and will. And, you know, it, it's the old thing. People say, well, we're waiting on God to move, but he's waiting on us for revival and awakening and stuff like that. And there's a truth to that. One of the things that I think that we need to be looking at here is it says the Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your protector. The Lord is the one who shields you and protects you. We need that in our nation. We need that as, as a nation, not just as individuals and certainly not just as the remnant people of the Ecclesia of God. And and I like that phrase here, and, and that's what's in my heart to speak about. Yahweh shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. Of course, that's individual. But imagine it for the nation. Imagine it for Britain, for the United Kingdom, for Great Britain. That God is going to preserve the soul of our nation. God is going to preserve the who we are in him. Who we are in him is not about who or what we've become in terms of the backsliddenness of our nation. And our nation is backslidden. Our nation's turned away from God. But the remnant of God have to start saying, we're Britain. We're what God means when he speaks about Britain. The remnant must identify with the nation. And a true patriot um, is one you, you, uh, who, as it says here in, in, in our little thing that we send out, a true patriot is someone who seeks the will of God for his or her nation. A true patriot, there it is there, is one who seeks the will of God for his or her nation. Okay? And of course we pray that prayer and the other side of this, Father, may your kingdom come, your will be done in Britain as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you want to get some of these, just get in touch and we'll send them out to you. Uh, the great wee things to hand out to other Christians and to non-Christians. We need to understand that God has a purpose for Britain. God has a, a plan. God's will must be done. And it's a, it's a, a cosmic one in that it, it's so gigantic that it's not just, well, God has a plan for every nation. You know, I believe Britain's special. And um, it's very much God's nation in the earth. And we need to get back to being that. We, we, you could say we were that at one time. But we need to get back to that. We need to get back to being God's God's people in terms of the nation, okay? And um, we've seen the decline of the ecclesia, the church, has gone way down in influence and way down in numbers. And especially when you're talking about born-again uh, Christians, spirit-filled evangelical Christians, the reality is there aren't as many of us as there should be. Um, we should have accrued um, over the years as being a, a godly nation, a Christian nation. We should have accrued more and more um, people who are born again. But we've allowed apostasy, backsliddenness, all of that to come in.
but this is where the remnant comes in because the remnant has to say enough is enough we're, we're putting a halt to that and we're going to be the people that God deals with for the nation now God already that's his way of operating but when the remnant doesn't step up then I believe that that opens the door for the nation to to become under attack, the nation to fall prey to certain things. You could argue that this coronavirus thing is is a manifestation of that. So God's looking for people who will take the place, take their place, and be people that are saying, "Lord, I'm I'm set apart for Your purpose here, and I want to be somebody who speaks." These words, and others of course, but this particular word here, the Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. Britain has been assailed and assaulted and um, with evil from not just outside our shores, but from within. The real enemy in Britain today is within. It's not a foreign superpower uh, oppressing us and, and intimidating us. The real enemy is within. All the isms that attack our way of life that have risen up to try and squeeze out the influence of Christians, Christianity, God's word. We read it in Psalm 2, the rulers of the earth, they try to cast off the bonds uh, and cords that this word imposes upon them. Then Psalm 149, you hear me speak about this a lot how it's the saint's job to make sure that these bonds and fetters and cords, uh, curbs, if you like, of restraint, are upon uh, governmental leaders to make sure that they adhere to God's word, make sure that they um, become, that they, they govern in a manner that befits the word and befits honour to God, and we've lost that. So, we need to get it back. And that's where the remnant comes in, so I encourage prayer. But when I speak about prayer, I'm not just speaking about, oh Lord, help us, help us. Nothing wrong with those types of prayers. Um, prayers of petition, prayers of sometimes just crying out to God. But really we need to mature into a place where we decree what we've just looked at there. God's will be done, his kingdom to come, his will be done. And we speak it and we, we place it intentionally as a curb upon principalities and powers, both in the unseen realm, but also in the seen realm. And that means speaking out for truth, and it also means taking a stand against ungodly government, governance, uh, and rulers who have their own Antichrist agenda. We need to be praying and decreeing that Antichrist has no place in Britain, that Babylon is fallen, is fallen. That Leviathan has uh, been pierced by the sword of the Lord. And that sword of the Lord is in our mouths. Okay, it's only a two-edged sword when we speak it. And the, the actual, in the Greek, the, the, the two-edged sword literally says uh, two-mouthed sword. Go and check it out. What a powerful, what a powerful truth that is. A two-mouthed sword. And so it's only a two-mouthed sword when it's in God's mouth, but also your mouth. We are co-laboring with him, and we have a co-regency uh, relationship with him, in that a lot of the stuff that's supposed to happen on planet Earth, it won't happen unless we declare it, and pray it, and speak it, and rule and reign with him. You see, well, we're going to rule and reign with him throughout eternity. Yes, 
but we need to start now because uh, we're already in eternity because we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. All this stuff I've been speaking about lately, I'm not going to apologise for speaking about it over and over because it's Bible truth. And we need to start walking in it, not just saying, yeah, that's true. So, folks, get ready. Get yourself prepared to be God's remnant and to speak and decree stuff like here, here in Psalm 121, that, that words of protection, words of separating us unto God and being God's people at this time and dedicating the nation as God's remnant. You see, God will deal with the nation um, by or through his remnant people in that nation. And so as goes the remnant, so goes the nation. And that's a truth. And we need to start walking in that truth. And that really means we need to up our game. We need to really jack up our effectiveness and productivity as the people of God. Be mature. I keep saying this and that. I keep hearing it. Um, you know, if you think you're mature enough, then you're not. We all need to mature, even those of us who are mature. We need to keep maturing because um, we're pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And and we, we, we can't play around with childish things anymore. We have to be the people of God for our generation, and that's an effective people. That's a people that can and will um, bring about the purpose of God. It's all his power, but if we just abandon everything to God's sovereignty, he'll do it all, we do nothing, then why are we here? What are we here for? Just to make up the numbers, just to be observers. Too much of church is a spectator sport. We need to start participating, being the ecclesia of God, being the legislative governmental assembly of God. And so when it says the Lord shall preserve thee from all evil, that's not just something about, well, he'll do that. That's great, wonderful. Thank you, Jesus. It's no Lord you said. And so we're speaking it. Preserve Great Britain. Preserve Britain today and going forward from all evil. There's a lot of evil out there. And, you know, look, you can see a lot of it on social media and some of it might be uh, fear-filled and, you know, a little bit fantastic, tinfoil hat time. I don't know that there's that much of that goes on. But what I'm saying is we know there's evil in the world and we know that there's a conspiracy against God. Psalm 2 tells us, other places tell us. But we need to rule and reign in the midst of our enemies by speaking and declaring God's word and his word of protection to preserve us from that evil that's out there. In Jesus' name, the Lord bless you.